Hey there, and welcome to the Smila Unedited Podcast, where the content's made up and the ums don't matter. We started this podcast because we wanted to make fun a priority in our lives, and we want you to come along with us. I'm Lila, wife, mom, brand and web designer, and founder of The Forge. And I'm Sam, WordPress developer, military spouse, mama, and solo dance party lover. And we're Smila. Get it? Sam and Lila, reminding you to go have fun. I need to like, I need to do something because I, I look like this eye looks like it's like way over here and I don't know why it's bothering me. <laughs> like you're going cross-eyed? Yeah, like uncross-eyed. Is it still oh, like cross-eyed? Apart? They're not crossed? Technically. I think technically, yeah. I think cross-eyed is like the slang version of whatever the technical term is called when your eyes don't align. I do have a lazy eye. Do you? I'm really tired. Mm-hmm. My parents, like they found out, I think when I was like eight or something, maybe younger than that. I just remember sitting in the kitchen like really late at night and they were like taking their finger in front of my face and like moving it to mm-hmm. the right and left to see if it, if one of them would follow. And it did. And I was just like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. But it's only do, when I'm very tired. Do you have to do like, like finger exercises like that to like train it? I don't, but maybe I should. Also, this can totally be in the podcast. I don't mind sharing that. <laughs> Perfect. You guys just miss Zach Bean of sassy butt. Yeah, super sass. There was like it was like sass queen, which is what we call it in our house. Like yes queen, but sass queen. I like it. How is having Gilbert home? Speaking of, oh, it is so nice having him back. I mean, I, I shared love- last week that we've been doing the hide and seek thing, but like it is just the best. What were you gonna say? Oh, I said I love that you call him Gilly. Gilly. Yep, yeah. Gilly bear. <laughs> Gilly bear. But that was super cute. Yeah, he's back and it's great. And it's just like a totally different thing being at home all the time when he's back. Right, because he's not back. He's not back to work, right? He's still home home. Oh, no, he he actually is back to work, which is kind of scary because I like every day I'm just like, please be safe and, you know, take precautions because we both are very aware that like there are certain aspects of this virus that are so serious. Yeah. Um, and people that are young are getting it and, you know, passing away. So we're not going to like take it lightly. Um, but also it's like this weird balance, right, Lila, of like, you, you don't want to take it lightly, but you also can't be so afraid that you stop living your life because you have to know that like, you're not going to stop driving a car because you could technically get in a car accident. So it's like, a right. you know, I'm more so coming at it from the sense of like, I want to do my part to not infect other people. Like if I get it and then I'm like carrying it around. So we just have not been doing anything except going to the grocery store. The grocery store has become like the place to go. Yeah. <laughs> for us. <laughs> like it's the fun like thing. We get to go to the groceries. Yeah, it is. Yeah. That is our fun thing. Yeah. That's my fun thing of the week. We went yeah. grocery shopping. Nice. It was amazing. Are you like mandated to stay home or is your state kind of like um, suggested at this point? So I think it's more from a political standpoint. We're technically not like under stay-at-home orders, but every essential business is closed. Mm-hmm. Everything is closed. Like we're not going anywhere because there's nowhere to go. Right. Yeah. And even yeah. the trail that I go to, they've got these signs up that are like, stay six feet apart or else we're going to have to start shutting down the trail. Because seriously, like people are flooding to it, which is great. But also I'm like, I'm trying to bike people, get out of my way. <laughs> yeah, it's harder in highly populated areas. Yeah, even the smaller rural trails and stuff are going to be flooded. Yeah, and that's like the whole idea of going to like a trail is to be uh, to be able to get outside without being around people. Mm-hmm. And so now it's like, 
a full, I can't even really get a full six feet. Here. <laughs> yeah, we yeah. don't have that problem in Wyoming. I don't know if I've shared these stats on Smile before, but we have like one, like every person has like six square miles or something ridiculous. Yeah. The state's so big and there's like, I mean, there's like 600,000 people, I think, in the whole state and the state is giant. So yeah, it's, it's like people, there's a bunch of memes rolling around about how Wyoming's already good at social distancing. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So does that mean that you guys don't have any sort of orders or anything like that? We do. So non-essential businesses are closed. So like we close yeah. the escape room. Our hairstylist is closed. So I've got like roots that are like five inches long and Zach's <laughs> like ready to buzz his head. We miss her. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, so the grocery stores are open. The hardware stores are open. Um, mm-hmm. Gas stations, all that. Yeah. Um, it's just like the non-essential businesses, which is really hard on them because especially as we're rolling into summertime like tourist season is really heavy here like we get like yeah. one to two million tourists through Yellowstone and through Cody and all the hotels are booked out so right now like no one's traveling so it'll be interesting to see how that impacts our small town even though the virus isn't like really super prevalent here I'm pretty sure we're as of yesterday when I looked we're still the, we're the only state that hasn't had a death from the virus and that okay. could just be like it's not being not reported well uh-huh yeah. Um, but as far as, yeah, the numbers go on that, like counter website, we're we're very unaffected by it so far. So I was asking Zach what he thinks of the podcast since we're, what is this episode 15, 16? What episode are we 16. 16. And he told me, he was like, well, it feels like there's still like an agenda. And I was like, well, yeah, there's supposed to be an agenda. Like we have a topic every week that we're talking about. Um, but he was like, I think you should just like ramble and talk about whatever. And I was like, okay, I guess we can do that. (laughs) Um, Why don't we do this as like a trial? Like a trial. This is a rambly episode with no topic. Oh my gosh, I feel, first of all, I just got really sweaty all of a sudden, not even joking. (laughs) (laughs) That's weird. (laughs) I mean, actually, it's not weird. I always, like when I get nervous, I always start sweating and like, and I have no problem telling people that because I feel like it just makes us like, you just feel me, you know? Yeah, and smell you. And smell, feel, and it's a, it's a multi-sensual, yeah, experience. Do you <laughs> notice a difference in how you smell when you're anxious versus when you're just like working out? No, actually, I don't, actually, I, no, no, I was going to say I don't really smell, but that's a hundred percent not true. I you just use a lot of deodorant. Ha- oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, no, it's funny. Oh, actually, this is not an ad, but I found 100% my favorite deodorant and I actually look forward to putting my deodorant on every day. Um, it's the brand Native. It's $12 at Walmart. I don't know how much it is on Amazon. Okay. Well worth the $12, though. We've tried, like, I mean, I grew up on, like, Secret, but we've tried in the last couple of years to try, like, May, like Tom's Main and, like, different natural brands because yeah. aluminum's bad for you and whatever. This is aluminum-free and whatever the other bad thing they put in deodorant is free. Um, <laughs> and it is, like, butter. Like, I don't know if spreading butter in your armpits would <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> but it is the most magical deodorant experience ever. Um, and I'm very happy about it. But anyways, we do notice like a difference in smell when you're anxious versus when you like work out. And Zach will like, he'll like nuzzle his head up into my arm when we're cuddling in bed. And he's like, did you have a sales call today? Because you have the anxiety sweats. What you is tell the difference. this topic? Yeah. <laughs> Yep. That is so interesting, but and weird, but I, I I get it. I don't think I notice a difference in smell, but I just like 
I'm like a big deodorant person. Like I put it on all the time, but I do use secret. So maybe I need to like try one of these new ones out. Yeah. Secret was great as a kid. And like, that's, I mean, as a teenager, that's what I used, but yeah, you should try native at least once. Just try, just buy one bottle and see if you like it. Honestly. What is the formula? I don't know. It's like natural. No, I mean like, what is the consistency? Cause like there's like gel or there's like a stick. It's a stick. Okay. But it, I'm trying to, it's like satiny. So when you say like butter, is it, so when you spread butter on toast, it's like thick. Is it like, that is like my armpits? Okay. No, butter as in like Morgan Freeman's voice is butter kind of. Okay. So it's like smooth. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, yeah. It like feels like satin. Like, you know, sometimes when you use like, uh, (laughs) sorry, I just realized that like, this is Zach's fault because we don't have a topic. topic. We're talking about armpits. (laughs) Like, I don't know about you guys, but I'm, I'm really prone to razor burn. Um, mm. if I let my hair get too long, if I don't shave too hard, if I like, when, when you use certain deodorants, especially natural deodorants, they tend to be like porous. And so it'll like, like rub your skin raw. Um, it's just lovely. It's not <laughs> lovely. So in, in an attempt to be like natural and, you know, eco-friendly and whatever, uh, your armpits hurt all the time. So finding this brand has been amazing. That's all I have to say about deodorant. Are you sure? Are you sure that's all you have to say? (laughs) Get it all out of your system because this is your only opportunity. (laughs) Hey, we are stuck home and that is the most exciting thing that happened this week. Oh, I did do something exciting this week. Totally saved me. So we live in Miami where there's like no people. (laughs) We live in Miami where there's no people. We all use deodorant though. We're not hicks. Um, And we have been so bored in the house as has everyone else. Um, but we'll take drives or we'll go on hikes. Um, but it was a little bit cold yesterday, so we didn't get a hike in. Like, we had snow this week, so that was fun. Um, but we drove out in the middle of nowhere. We got out of the car. Well, the kids got out of the car. We parked the car up on this, like, plateau. And the kids got out of the car, and I told them to run around the car five times. And they loved it until Fletcher fell and scraped his knees. But it was genius. I was like, this is like great. Fly- they get, fire they get their energy out. Yeah, like a fire drill. Or like when you stop, yeah, when you're a stupid teenager and you stop and run around the tower at a red light. Yes. Yeah. Where did you do this though? I missed that part. Like in the middle of the intersection? No, no. Like out on a dirt road in the middle of nowhere. There's like a plateau. Yeah, no, I didn't make my kids run around in the middle of an intersection, although it's pretty safe in Wyoming because there's nobody here. Yeah. Mom of the year. Pro tip for moms. If your kids are driving you crazy, drive them out to the middle of nowhere and make them run around the car. Why not? <laughs> I mean, I suppose it works. It does work. Oh, <laughs> that's awesome. awesome. AJ's been teaching me all of her like games that she learned at school. There's one called like Grandma and My Cookie or something, and I just don't get it. And she like gets upset with me, and she's like, "It's a running game, Mom." And I'm like, "I don't want to run right now. I'm not like exercising a lot. Like, a, I'm doing a bare minimum. Let's just put it that way." Um, because, like I said on the last podcast, there's certain things that I've been like. I'm just going to give myself a little grace over. Um, but we live on the second second floor of an apartment, so we can't really run inside. Yeah. And then we have to go outside, and then I get hot, and I'm just like, oh. Okay, I'm a very like slow hiding seeker. It's not super hot, but I just like, I'm not, <laughs> this is the truth. I have not um, basically let myself believe that it's going to get hot, so I'm still wearing like warm clothes outside so it's my own fault so I'm getting hot because it's like 75 and I'm wearing like a sweater 
you want it to be spring. I see. Yeah. Cause I, I keep it nice and you know, cold inside of my apartment, but okay. Just, wait, 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 back up. What is grandma on a cookie game? To explain. I, I'm sorry. I really still don't understand it. I think I'm supposed to run around and she's supposed to be holding something and then I grab it from her. I don't get it at all. Oh, so um, like, like ta- you're the grandma running around and she's holding the cookie kind of thing. I, th- I don't know. I don't- <laughs> she just like, she gets mad when I don't know how to play it, but then like doesn't fully explain it. So I'm just like stuck in the middle. Yeah. Okay. Hold on. Hold on. This just reminded me. We have been listening to, I'm going to put these in the show notes for sure. We have been listening to some really funny songs that are for kids. Um, can I, copyright wise i can play like what five seconds of a song right isn't that true yeah i don't think it's a problem you can play it or you can play a little piece of it okay hold on, let me find the one that i'm thinking of oh, it's called i'm a burrito <laughs> if you play or, baby shark i'm hanging up on you by the way no 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 no, no. <laughs> um should we do breakfast burrito or i'm a burrito mm, i think i'm a burrito have you seen those facebook ads where it's a blanket that looks like a burrito and you can roll up in it like you're no. a giant burrito I need one. Okay. Good to know so that I, you know, future Christmas gift. Yeah. <laughs> well, let me see if I can play part of this. <laughs> so anyway, we have been Does it say I'm a burrito and it's, I'm full of love? Is that what he yes. says? Yes. Yep. That is true. And then he's... Yep. And he's like, wrap me up in a tortilla and eat me. I don't know. It's like really <laughs> funny. And all these songs are like that kind of like the hamster dance. I don't know if you know that. I've song. heard that one. Yeah. Yeah. So we've been listening to that. We've got like this Bluetooth speaker that does like lights. So fun. So we've been yesterday, actually, we went into AJ's room, shut the door, had all the lights off, all, all three of us. And then we were just like, you had you know, a rave. Pumping. We did. We had a rave and AJ <laughs> was like on her bed doing flips and like, it was just crazy. Um, so I'll put those in the show notes because that is like jam city over here. Very fun. Is, is the hamster dance the song that is, that says like everybody was Kung Fu fighting or is that a different song? That's the, oh gosh. The hamster dance goes. Oh, right, right, right. Right. But there's a song that says everybody was Kung Fu fighting. That one? Yeah. Okay. So funny story. When my parents had, my, my dad had an architecture firm when I was growing up. And so he had like an office with like employees in it. And one of the employees was so funny. He was this like, I think he was like 30, 40 years old, but he was kind of like that fun uncle kind of character in the office. And he had this little hamster that was like an animatronic hamster, but it was dressed like a ninja. And you push the little the hand of the hamster and it would spin nunchucks and sing that song. And that was like my <laughs> favorite part of the day when we'd go into the office. It was like, I wanna, I wanna play the little hamster. <laughs> very fun that's a good song yeah oh that's good that is that's a sweet memory I have I also have memories of like these little hamsters Gilbert and I for some Christmas gift I think for all of my little siblings we went to Toys R Us when it was still in existence and they had these little hamsters on wheels they were like little robotic hamsters that were on sale they were like going out of or I don't know they were discontinuing them I think so we bought like five or ten of them I don't know we got about a whole bunch of them and um took them to my parents house for Christmas and then they just were like zooming everywhere it was the coolest thing because I don't really know how they worked they were kind of like Roombas they would like turn if they got close oh, yeah. to something mm-hmm. um 
but they were just like, they were everywhere. And now I wish I could find them because I'm just thinking, okay, like we're at home. What kind of crazy stuff could we be doing? I love that. Stuff like that. that would be Have fun. you seen the cars that like crawl up the walls? No, that sounds cool. Yeah. Fletcher has had one at one point. I don't think he has it anymore, but you like, you like pull it back or you turn it on. I don't remember if it's a pullback or like a battery operated, but then it'll like crawl up the wall. It's very cool. That's what, like all the way? Or like, uh, like a little bit and then it'll yeah. fall, but yeah. That's fun. I love toys like when they're interesting like that. I'm not a Barbie person. Shh, don't mm. tell my daughter, but like, I'm not a big fan. When I was a kid, I loved Barbies, but I had yeah, same. like the, like all the sets. So I had like the store and the house Ooh. and the castle and things. And my favorite one was a gymnast and it had like the double bars. Um, oh, fun. And you could, she had like wheels on her hands. So you could set her on the top of the bars and she would do flips. Oh, cool. Yeah. It was legit. It was primo. Yeah. Another fun toy we had at the office when I was a kid were these little, like, sushi. Yeah, you know what sashimi looks like? The little, like, like rows of fish. I do. I'm getting, like, a theme of this. It was just for that, like, the same guy had these toys. I think my dad bought these, like, in bulk because we had a ton of them <laughs> for everyone <laughs> in the office. And you spin them up and they, like, the sushi acts like little feet. Like, there's, like, two pieces next to each other and then they walk around they're like little feet that is the silliest thing ever they were very cute you could get like the <laughs> shrimp and the like like the yellow tail and the what is core. this <laughs> my dad was super good at finding random junk to entertain us while we weren't working at the office <laughs> oh my gosh that sounds super cool i i really liked poly pockets as a kid i don't know if you ever played with those my yeah. sister and i even though we were five four four or five years apart um, we played together with them at some point. Like I was probably a little too old to play with them, but it was fun. I yeah. enjoyed it. But the thing was that we had a dog um, and he would eat the little plastic Aww. outfits uh-huh. and then not to be gross, but then when he excremented, <laughs> <laughs> they'd be in there and we'd be like, oh my gosh, his name was Low Belly. Have you ever seen Gumby? Yes. Yeah. So we named him after like the dog on the skateboard, Low Belly. Cute. Because he was like a half wiener dog, half chihuahua or something no not chihuahua what's I don't know dogs at all he was really cute he had eyebrows that were like little circles oh oh yeah when he died it was really really sad I was at um I was at a tennis game and we were like getting back home or something I don't remember I was in high school and then my brother one of my little brothers found him dead it was really sad that sucks yeah, but he, my little brother, because he was like three or four, he, my, my grandparents were babysitting. He went into my grandparents and he was like, dog dead. How old was he? Like, he's like three, I think. Oh, so he's just like, maybe, maybe he was younger than that, but he was like pretty young. And that was like, that's how he just told the family that the dog was dead. It was sad. so sad. Aww. But, um, but yeah, Low Belly was like my favorite little dog. He was just so cute. I'm telling you, he had these like his eyeballs, eyebrows were little circles. It was just the cutest thing. I don't know. Like I've never in seen a that different before. in a different color than his fur. Yeah, yeah. So he had like dark brown fur and then like kind of blondish eyebrows. Aww. Um, but yeah, he would eat all of our freaking Polly Pocket outfits. And <laughs> he was, didn't die of eating Polly Pockets, did he? <laughs> I don't think so. No, he was really old. Oh, okay. <laughs> Yeah, I had him when I, I we, we got him when I was like four or five. And then he was like, like I said, I was in high school. So he was a pretty old dog. Yeah, I loved Polly Pockets as a kid. And I, you just recently watched Toy Story 4, right? Mm-hmm. And did you enjoy the little like officer Polly Pocket yes. type character? I, liked I that. wasn't I was sure like, if he was like a Polly, Polly Pocket. Pocket. 
I, she she wasn't. Her, they called her something like else. But she was definitely styled after the Polly Pockets with her little house that opens. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I can't find Polly Pockets now. Like, I guess I haven't looked on Amazon, but every time we go to the toy section at Walmart or Target, I try and kind of look because they were my favorite toys. And I can't find them. So they have, like, really small ones, but their clothes don't change. But they're, like, seriously, like, like a, the size of, like, a quarter. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't really know why they did that because they were so – they were fun to, like, put the clothes on, the little plastic ones. And then I had ones that were magnetic. So I don't know if you ever use the magnetic clothes, but, like, their their houses would, like, close over them. Like, and then oh, you'd open it back up. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then they'd be dressed. Oh, was, I never got those, but those were cool. Yeah. <laughs> so you or were they, talking about like, – spin them. The Polly Pockets that were, like, the size of, like, your finger. Yeah, yeah those ones. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I had both. I think I had mostly the little baby mini ones, and you couldn't change their clothes. But you could, like, they had little houses that opened almost like pop-ups, and they would have, like, little things to do, and you could, like, walk them around. And Oh, they still exist, Lila, for sure. Like, okay. check out Amazon, because AJ has a couple of them. But they're so, they're so small, and, like, all their stuff is really small that it's, like, mm-hmm. hard to not lose the pieces. But Yeah. Yeah, you want to know the highlight of my week? Speaking of small toys. Oh, I saw on Instagram, but please share it with the podcast. (laughs) So I gave each of my kids a spider plant um, to put in their windows and they haven't lived and it's fine. They were just like little pups that I told them like, hey, if you take care of this, like it'll grow into a big plant. And so there was soil in their room and somehow the soil got transported into a box. And so I went downstairs to clean up their room and my kid's room like gets destroyed. Like just like stuff everywhere. Um, we have like bins. Yes, we for... remember the the snow yes, situation. Yes, it was worse than that. It got worse. <laughs> um, this is a and, developing story, everyone. It is. <laughs> and so I, I basically will go down there, sweep everything into a pile, and then sort everything out. It takes me like a couple hours, and I do it once a month if I'm lucky. Um, but <laughs> I like got down to the bottom of the pile, grabbed that box because it was like a cardboard box. I think it had, it was like from a lasagna I bought because we wanted lasagna. And I tipped it over to see what was in it because I thought it was clothes or something. It was soil. And so I spilled soil over this giant pile of Legos and Tinker Toys and... Wait, so you spilled the soil into I it? I spilled it, yeah. Oh, Oh, so then I expected sat- to share that on the IG friend. Yes, although they did have soil <laughs> in a box in their room. I know. <laughs> to be fair, there was a soiled box. So I spent the not next so- two sorry, hours. Not a soiled box, a soil box. Yes, a box of different. Soil. I don't different. know why they, they. I don't know why they dumped it in the box. They could have just kept it in the pot. But no. So I spent the next two hours then literally like dusting off Legos and sorting them into a box to get the soil off of them. Oh man. Yeah. So it was like an archaeological experience for you. So look at you're just creating all of these just unique experiences for yourself, Lila. What a rich life. What a truly <laughs> rich life you have. I have to be honest, by the time the pile got down to like like one to two feet in diameter, I just scooped it up and like threw it all the rest of it in the, in the trash. So they lost a lot of little Lego pieces. <laughs> don't soil in a box. I mean, don't put soil in a box. Two different things. <laughs> Oh, that's been my fun highlight. Wait, say that again. I was going to say that reminds me of SpongeBob. SpongeBob says something where he's like, soiled it, soiled it. If anyone watches SpongeBob, you'll get the reference. You'll think it's funny. It's fine. Zach, you're listening. I don't watch SpongeBob. I know. I watched it a lot as a kid, is the Mm. thing. That's good to know you don't watch it now. I don't. I'm not. Yeah. It's it's just gone downhill. What have you been watching? 
Ooh, look at that segue. Ooh. Sorry. We should buy ourselves segues when we hit like like a million subscribers. Let's do it. And then every time we segue, we have to like segue away and then come back. (laughs) That would be ridiculous. Okay. Sorry. Bad idea. (laughs) I think segue is a great way to get around town. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Social distancing. Because when you are on a segue, everyone's like, who is that? Who is that? (laughs) (laughs) And they don't want to stay six feet away. Have you ever actually driven one? I hear they're kind of hard to drive. I have not. And I, I would assume so. They look difficult it seems like it's like reading your mind it's like those hoverboards where like it doesn't look like you're really moving but you like you're doing these like tiny Mm -hmm. infinitesimal movements well that's kind of how it is riding a motorcycle if you've ever ridden a motorcycle like Mm -hmm. you go where you look and where you think you want to (laughs) go have you ridden one Uh yeah we grew up riding dirt bikes i miss it a lot I rode, um, my grandparents had this, it was called a Rhino, I think. It's like a four-wheeler thing, which mm-hmm. is super fun. Yeah. I miss doing stuff like that. That was really exciting because my, a lot of my family lived slash lives still in Nevada and they had, you know, that's just, that's just like a place where you can do stuff like that. Right. And that was really, really cool. I think that just like, I need to add that to my list of things. Like in the future, I want to go back to doing stuff like that. Cause I like being outside for like adventurous activities. Like Gilbert and I were just talking about going skiing again mm-hmm. when things clear up because like that is fun. It's because it's like on the, the edge of like, it's kind of risky and you can get hurt, but also it's like, there's like this whooshing air in your face yeah. and like really fun. Like downhill skiing or cross country skiing? Oh, I guess downhill, just like a, a mountain. I don't know. We haven't, we've only done it once and it was really fun. So. Yeah. We've wanted to go cross country skiing. We just don't have what like a gear. Um, it's where it's, it's flat and you have poles and you like oh, okay. skate through like different trails. Yeah. There's like, there's a, that was called something else. Oops. What was it? Is it... Uh, possibly maybe inline or something. Hmm. I don't know. You're probably yeah. right. I'm, I don't know much about it. So. Yeah. There's like very like, like dedicated skiers around here. Um, but yeah, they'll like, they pay when it snows a lot, they'll go up into the, like, um, the national forest and pave pathways for you to go like cross country ski on. That's cool. Um, but yeah. Do you get this, any momentum? Like, is there any sort of hills to give you uh-huh. kind of something? Okay. Totally. Yeah. I'm sure there is. And like when, uh, kind of like ice skating, like you push off and you go for a while. Okay. Um, That's cool. Yeah. I think it's, a, I think it's more of a workout than downhill skiing probably. Oh yeah, I can imagine it being a lot of abs and like shoulders and arms. I mean, yeah, actually, moms, like whole body, legs too. Like local moms will like carry their kids and go cross country skiing with them. Yeah, it's Dang. legit. Yeah, that is legit. Yeah, our local, um, we have like a sports shop that's local, and they for a while, once the coronavirus broke, they started doing. They're doing like free snowshoe and ski rentals for people who want to go social distance out in the woods. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and they're not doing that kind of stuff here. No. <laughs> yeah, our town exactly. is very, like, rallying around itself, I think. Yeah. It's oh, a good that's thing. good. Yeah, that's that's definitely a benefit of being, like, a smaller town because, like, people, I don't know, I just feel like people band together a little more when they feel more connected to the people that they live around. Yeah, it's been fun. Even if I they're watched... not close, like, physically close. Right, yeah. I watched, like, some, a friend's kids who she's, or they both work and her daycare is closed. Um, and then I've been able to like prepay for my next hair appointment because my stylist is out of work. And like, yeah, we've been able to really like 
give when we can and we've been trying to buy like take out from local places when we can and it's been fun to see like people kind of band together and then like having the escape room has helped that I think because now we're a local business too yeah um, so it kind of yeah, everyone's kind of in the same boat oh that's good I asked you what you were watching lately. oh yeah that's right um, we all actually as as we're working from home we like to binge watch things Oh yeah. Oh, for sure. Actually, we're not binge watching anything. We, well, I guess you could consider this a binge watch, um, but we decided to restart the Harry Potter series. So every day we've been watching one of them. And so we're on number four. So we'll be done with that by the end of the week, nice. um, maybe the end of the weekend, depending on how much we watch this. Do you weekend. watch that with AJ? Yes. How is, is she doing? Thing? No, no. Are you judging me? Okay. No, no, no. We've, we've let them watch the first one so far. Yeah, she's doing fine. She asks a lot of questions because some of the stuff can be confusing, especially mm-hmm. with like time traveling or like, why is this guy bad? Why is this guy good? Um, but she hasn't been, you know, Harry Potter is really interesting because it, well, for a lot of reasons. First of all, the books, like the first one is technically for like fourth grade. Readers. Right. There's a word um, for that where the book series like grew up with its readers. Oh, there's a word for that? That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because yeah, it really does. Like by the time you get to like the sixth, seventh and seventh is there a seven or eight I can't remember and I love Harry Potter I think there's eight books but there's like nine movies because the last book is broken up into two that seems right um or maybe there's seven books and eight movies I can't remember but the the last few books are definitely like pretty intense um but I would say that the movies for the most part scary wise the scary really comes from I mean some of the some of the characters really are scary but it's more just like jumpy scary which like she's okay with that um and I don't know, I, I feel like w- when we get to a point where she's like getting afraid, afraid, maybe we'll not let her watch them. But at this point, she's just been like really curious and asking questions and um, I'm okay with her watching them. Yeah, but yeah, no. we've been watching them together. That makes sense. I wish that my kids, like Fletcher, I would totally let watch all the movies because um, he doesn't really get scared. But Ella, she gets scared at like the smallest things. Like Lion Guard is a so- show she watches and there's like an episode where the some like mythical boogeyman it's like an african boogeyman comes and it's like just like shadow shapes it's not even like anything super scary she like has nightmares about so she's a little bit more sensitive and so we don't we can't watch a movie without her (laughs) with yeah so we've only watched the first one and even then like i'll have her not look at like when um with the head yeah with voldemort on the back of the guy's head yeah (laughs) i was worried about that with aj um I do think if she starts telling me that she's having nightmares about stuff like that, then we'll, you know, kind of reconsider. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's, she's watched like the Marvel movies too. The thing is that my, I guess my style of parenting is like, um, and I know you're similar to me in this, like, I want her to ask questions and be curious and like answer them. And t- cause I feel like these, these movies, although they're like, can be kind of scary, um, they they really elicit a lot of good life questions mm-hmm. about good and evil and like this person's kind of good but also kind of evil and things like that and I like I don't know I just like answering those I'm not gonna let her watch like a movie where people are just like stabbing other people and just murdering right. them you know like that's there's a there's a line right <laughs> there's definitely a line that we're not willing to cross yeah. um but Harry Potter is definitely one that I'm okay with. And same with the Marvel movies. We, she watches those as well. Did your kids watch those? Um, I don't think they've seen a Marvel movie yet. They do watch like the Lego versions and stuff, but not, not because we haven't let them, just because they haven't. Have we don't really, we, we watch those movies very often and 
yeah, like when we do, it's kind of like date night. So yeah, um, no, that's, that's a whole different thing. They watch <laughs> the office they're... with me and ask lots of yeah. questions. <laughs> I know. Ella was so frustrated how long it took Jim and Pam to get together. She was like, mom, why is he with the other girl if he loves Pam? <laughs> yep. Yep. We're rewatching like, it honey, as always. Yeah. I, I know. I, I don't know. The world wants it's, to know. I think it's it's confusing when we rewatch it because AJ's like, wait, but they're married. And then I'm uh-huh. like, no, they're not married yet. Yeah, right. <laughs> and she's like, where's Holly? Uh-huh. She'll come. She'll come. Yeah. Where's this Jan lady? Yeah, it's, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but that's what we've been watching. What about you guys? Have you been watching anything specific? The Office through, yeah. And then we, we watched Stargate at night, um, SG-1, to be clear. We've already watched Stargate Universe. And then Atlantis is next. Um, but Zach grew up watching Stargate SG-1, so, um, he's, like, it's very nostalgic for him, which is fun. Aww, um, it's funny, too, like, how many actors have been in Stargate that are now, like, super famous. Um, and then we just, we've been trying to watch, like, we've been doing that thing where at night we sit, we're like, well, we want to watch, like, a really good movie, and then it's, like, scrolling for an hour, and then we just put on The Office. (laughs) Yeah, like we we did that one time. I remember specifically doing this for two hours where we just watched a bunch of trailers and we were like, I mean, I guess we go to bed now because it's late and we watched things. I don't know. It's the worst waste of time. Right. I just watched a movie that was really good that I want to recommend and I'm trying to think of it. It had Mark Wahlberg and Leonardo DiCaprio and it was about the mafia. Let me look it up real quick. The Departed? Yep. Have you seen it? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I liked it. Zach always quotes the cranberry juice line where he's like, my, "What my, is my, it?" She he talks about. He's like at the bar. I do not yeah. remember much about the movie, but I do remember that scene. And he's like, he like orders cranberry juice, and he's like, uh-huh. my, "My girlfriend orders cranberry juice when she's on her period." Yeah, <laughs> that so movie, I love I mean, cranberry like, juice. <laughs> that would not be a movie to watch with children. Just no. FYI, not at all. No. Um, but the ending of that movie, I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I actually watched it while Gilbert was gone because he was like, you have to watch this movie. It was so mean what he did to me. We, we were FaceTiming at like 1030 at night. And he was like, I just bought this movie for you. Like I rented, rented it for you on Amazon. Go watch it. And I was like, okay, but I've, you know, I'm trying to go to sleep early because I've been going to sleep late every night. And then he's like, yeah, you're not going to sleep tonight. And nope. so I turned it on and I did, I, I, I did stop it because I was like, this is ridiculous. Cause it's like a three hour movie. And I was at, yeah, I was like 1230 or something. And I was like, I have to go to sleep. But yeah, I was, I was hooked. It's a good movie. You're like, who's, who's the bad guy? Who's the good guy? What's going on? Yeah. We found, um, Unbreakable. Finally, I've been looking for that series, the Unbreakable Split in Glass. Um, oh, cool. and we watched that. So I really enjoyed that a lot. Zach Did fell you watch asleep. All of them? No, just the Unbreakable. So I okay. split and, uh, glass, I think aren't on anything right now. So I'm kind of waiting. Um, okay. But yeah, Zach fell asleep, so then I had to explain the movie to him, <laughs> like the ending. You, are you asleep? Like, do you fall asleep during movies at all? No. So no. you're like Gilbert. He like yeah. does not fall asleep, and I always. And like last time like we were out. watching Harry Potter, I was just like out, and I was like, yeah. "What happened with the dragon again?" Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. But I'm bad. Like I'll, I guess, I feel bad about falling asleep, so I'll like pretend. Like, I guess my subconsciously, I'll like pretend that I'm still awake. So if I hear Gilbert laughing, I'll like start laughing. And he's like, Sam, I know you're sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> you're, like trying to pretend. That? No, I do this thing where I like look over at him because he, his breathing changes when he falls asleep. And I'm like, 
like you can't fall asleep you gotta watch this movie and then I'll like look over at him and he's snoring but like as soon as I look over at him he'll wake up yes I'm not, oh my I'm not gosh. asleep I'm not asleep I'm like okay yes. oh my <laughs> gosh okay so you guys are literally like the exact opposite like awesome yeah, yeah that's amazing because I this is cool because now I can ask all of my questions okay because like I do I do <laughs> wake up when he looks at me and I don't know why like are you staring at him for a while and then he wakes up or do you like touch no. him or it's just like I think my how do we know of my head like wakes him up yeah and then like <laughs> for Zach I feel you because you're so embarrassed and you're just like I'm sorry I'm trying it doesn't matter how hard <laughs> you try just can't no no and I feel like he's abandoning me especially if it's like a scary That's what Gilbert says. like you're abandoning me by going to sleep and now I have to stay up and process the movie by myself <laughs> so interesting yeah it's hard and then but the thing is when you finally let yourself sleep when you're watching a movie it's like the most brilliant sleep because you're just like my body's so tired but then like the story loop is stuck in your head all night and you don't close it out how do you sleep in peace maybe for you for me I'm just like (laughs) this is magical no I've been wanting to put on vivarium have you seen commercials for that it's Jesse Eisenberg um he's in the social network um and I can't remember the chick I don't I don't actually even know her name but it's like psychological thriller mixed with like weird fantasy it's very twisted and looks amazing and you should go look up the trailer for it after this episode. is it a new one it's newer I think it's out on I can't remember if it was on prime or hulu Okay, cool. I think it's out on one of the streaming services. But yeah. I don't it, have Hulu anymore. I got rid of that one. Basically, from the trailer, they like, it starts out with them like shopping for a house for their like first home together. But then they can't get out of the neighborhood. And then the house is like theirs. And the guy who like shows them the house is like, this is your forever home. And they like get stuck. And there's like nobody what? else in their neighborhood. And then they like, Ooh. they burn down the house. At some point in the in the trailer, it shows they like burn down the house, but then they go and like find the they find that it's like fixed, and there's a kid in it, and they have to raise the kid, and then to like raise the kid, that's when they can get out. It's very, it looks very twisted. okay. Yeah, we're gonna watch that one. Yeah. Just wrote it down. Yeah, looks super good. That's cool. Um, not movie related, but still kind of in the same vein of just things that we've been doing um we've been, I know I texted you about this we've been playing overcooked I yeah. love this game we actually went and bought um another controller for AJ so that she can play with us what is it on it's on everything I actually checked it's on the switch it's on xbox uh one it, it's pretty sure it's on ps4 is that what the PlayStation is now? Uh-huh. It's on there on four. Um, and then it's even on the computer because I'm pretty sure you can get it on Steam. But it is a game where you are cooking food and delivering it. And like you have to put everything together. You have to like cut up all the vegetables. You have to cook the meat or whatever. There's all these different like scenarios. And there's overcooked one and two. So we're on number two because we've already, we've already beat number one. Come on. <laughs> but the story mode you can play together, which is really fun. And you can play online with people, which is also really cool. Cross platforms, as far as I know. Ooh. Um, yeah, we just got super video game nerdy on you guys. How Sorry do you play that. with people? So, okay, so this is how it works is like every person is their own individual character okay. and you're all going around and like everybody can see it's there's no like split screens. Everybody just sees the same screen um, and you just like cook the food together. If that makes sense. So like literally like serve it too. Or are you like waiters and waitresses? 
Yeah. Yes. So there's no, there's no like tables where people are at. You just get like the things that need to be served, but everything is like, you've got to cut it and do all the things. And the, the thing that makes it fun and crazy is it's very fast paced. And because you have like, like the expression, like multiple cooks in the kitchen, like you get in each other's way. So it really tests the marriage, you guys. <laughs> and the family, like bond. Can you, um, can you talk to the other players? Is there like a speaker? If you're doing it online, probably. Yeah. yeah. We and haven't done it good. online, but I would assume so. AJ is really good at it though, because we like taught her how to play it. Um, actually, no, that's not true. She's okay. And the thing is, well, she is five, certain, so. <laughs> she's not even five. Oh, she's four. <laughs> yeah. Um, but she's like fairly good at it, which I'm surprised about, but there are different, some, some of the levels require you guys to be like in different spots where you can't reach each other. So you have to like throw things across. Uh So when she's, we have to be very strategic because we're like, where do we put AJ where she's going to be like helpful, but like, we also need those plates because Uh we can't serve it without the plates. Uh So it's, (laughs) that's adorable. It's really fun. I would highly, highly, highly recommend it. It's super addicting and the graphics are really cute, which I like. Um, does it require cooking skill? No, no, okay. no, no. It just tells you like, you need to chop the lettuce and, you know, put this in the blender or whatever, but it's, I mean, it's just fun. And the, the like evil people are really funny in the first one. They're like this evil giant meatball. <laughs> um, yeah. And then the second one, the main evil guys are, um, what do the evil what people do? Well, the the whole game the premise is that like you're cooking in all these different restaurants and you're getting closer to like the like battling the main guy who like has all these like ridiculous orders like that they're okay you know giving to you at once but what is it um the 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 toast it's called the unbread for like the undead oh (laughs) they're like they're like zombie zombie bread (laughs) that's the unbread yeah so overcooked really really great game definitely recommend it 10 out of 10 100 yeah do you guys have any games that you play all as a family or is that not really a thing that you um that video you games? do or yeah we don't have enough controllers to play all four of us right now so we have mario kart um but we only have three controllers so we don't all get to play um and like two of them are sticking so it's annoying um once we get all of our controllers replaced which really what i want to do is just go buy like the 75 dollar like really nice controllers for each of us so that we each have our own brand new controller um they are expensive though right they are ridiculously expensive (laughs) that one was like 65 dollars crazy yeah they had a recall for the joy cons which are the controllers that attach to the sides of the switch um so we've been trying to get those sent in to get replaced but we keep like generating a shipping label and then like we forget and then we forget and then it expires Oh my gosh. She's trying to take them in. So I'm like, we need to do it where we are planning to go to the UPS store and print it right before. Print it right before. Yeah. So that's been a process. But yeah. So no, (laughs) not really. We do play like board games together occasionally. Yeah. Like that Disney color game and Ticket to Ride and things like that. But I can't play that Disney color game anymore. Every time AJ asks me, I'm like, can we play something else? It's It's one of those games that gets boring because you know all the cards now. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, what color is Cruella DeVille's hair? I don't know, black and white. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes I like will put the wrong answer because I'm just like, I can't just, I mean, she knows them too. So mm-hmm. one of us has to win. Otherwise it's going to go on forever. Right. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, but uh, we've been playing that Overcooked game quite a bit it's lately, fun. and we have Rocket League. I don't know if you've ever played that one. I feel like it's... Do you have a PS4 or any... No. We yeah, had a PS3, like, when we first got married, but we sold it. Gotcha. But I would love yeah. a PS4 because I've played... Uh, I had a friend who had the PS4, and the Spider-Man game is beautiful, and Horizon Zero oh. Dawn is beautiful, and Red Dawn Redemption is beautiful. Or Red... What's it called? Red something Redemption. It's Red Dawn Redemption. Yeah. Sure. Is it the Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse? Is that it? Uh, no, like it's like the regular, like, realistic-looking game. It's beautiful, and you can swing mm-hmm. through New York, like, at scale, like, where it's actually what New York looks like. We found, like, where Casey Neistat's Fun. office used to be. Yeah, it's legit and gorgeous. That's cool. That sounds really fun. Yeah, we're both really into video games. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't played The Sims, actually, since I made your character. I need to uh-huh. play it. And like go do stuff on there. It's did just like my time investment of the house I built. I did. I should we should put that in the show notes because I'm yeah we should. <laughs> yeah, how can we put that? I guess you could put it on like YouTube or Vimeo. We can link it. I can just link it the Google Drive file. Yes. Yeah. I thought about putting um, it on my YouTube channel, but my YouTube channel is already so like frenetic and random. <laughs> I'm like I don't want to throw <laughs> video game stuff in there. <laughs> They're like, what does? It? is this YouTube video about? Can you hear my stomach growling? Mm-mm, I think so. Okay, good. Oh, Lila. We did watch True Grit last night, the new one with Jeff Bridges, and that was pretty good. Is that a movie? Mm-hmm. It's an oh, old what? book, and then they made, there was a John Wayne version that I grew up watching. It's like a revenge Western story. It's very sad, actually. Aw. But it was, it's well done. The, the point of the book is to make you realize that revenge is not the way to, like, do it's life. not the way to be. Yeah. Yep. I feel like that's mostly what we've been doing, though, is, like, watching movies, playing video games, and, because, like, we have to stay indoors. Right. So there's not, you know, there's not a ton of things necessarily to do. I've done a lot of cleaning, a lot of cleaning, and, like, organizing things and getting rid of stuff. And I even have some more things that I want to do. I think I told you, maybe I didn't, um, that first week we had, like, everything shut down. I rearranged everything in my apartment, so it's, like, brand new feeling. Um, And I'm still really a big fan of it, but it'll probably be rearranged again by the time this is all over. Yeah, cleaning my kids' room was super helpful. I think, like, it's been nice to be home and really, like, tweak the space around us. I think that's fun. Yeah. Because it really, like, freshens your mindset. Yep. I want to do, I want to do, like, a purge of the kitchen because I feel like that's one of the spaces where I just don't, like, it's, we live in an apartment. It's not a very big kitchen. And so, we have to really make the most of the space. And I just feel like it's not the most efficient. So I really like organizing things. That's like brings me a lot of joy and I like to clean and stuff like that. Um, so that's something that I've been doing to make me feel productive while I'm not working mm-hmm. and like doing something that feels like it's going to be helpful for my life. And eventually we are going to move. I don't know when. Um, and so the more we can have done for that, the better. <laughs> it makes me feel good. Yeah, we've been talking about moving too. Um, I think that changes your mindset in like how you treat your, your current house when you're like, oh, we might be moving. It kind of like makes you look at your own house differently. Yeah, what do you, what do you mean? Do you mean it makes you feel like, yeah, what, what do you mean by that? Like you look at things, um, I don't know, with a more like inventorial mindset, if that's a word. 
where you're like, mm-hmm. do I want to move with this thing? Why do I have this thing? Um, and I mean, a good example for me is like, I don't have a linen closet in our mm-hmm. house. I've got like, a, I've got those closets that like open with the, um, like the accordion doors and then there's like shelves. So that's yeah. pretty much where I store like extra towels and beach towels and sheets and other blankets we don't use. I'm thinking like, okay, when I, when I buy a new house, like when we move to another house, this, these are the things that I really want. And these are the things in this house that I'm really grateful oh, yeah. for, but then might not be in the new house. And what do I, it kind of, I don't know, it makes you like take stock of your space and what you want to see improved and what you like right now. And I don't know, yeah. it just, it's a different mindset than like, I'm going to be in this house forever. So we'll, might as well just like wear and tear it, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and like make changes if you wanted to. It's so I have, I have not had the experience of being in a place where we're going to be forever yet. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's going to be really weird for me when we do end up staying somewhere because I like, I mean, you could probably tell I like to move. The, I like feeling, I like that fresh feeling of like things looking different or whatever. And so I can't even imagine yet having a home that I'm living in forever. But I mean, there's pros and cons to that, I think. Because yeah. like, there's a lot of pros where it's like, if I bought this house and I, I know it's going to be my forever home, I'm going to like demo it until it's like perfect and I, exactly what I want. And then like change the kitchen to be what I want. You know, like that just hasn't been an experience that we have. Like we own a house in South Carolina that we rent out and we'd spent some time like making that what we wanted, like painting stuff and all of that. So like, if we ever did come back, which, you know, I've probably not, cause I've heard <laughs> never come back to a house that you've rented out. Um, which I think is like a fair, fair piece of advice. Yeah. Um, but even that house, like if we were to stay there forever, there's certain things where, you know, I'd want to change, but I don't know. I think it's nice to dream about that kind of stuff though. Like I spend time making Pinterest boards or like thinking about like, okay, when we move and I eventually have an office again, like, what is that going to look like? Um, Cause your house is so, you just spend a lot of time in it, especially if you work from home, but even regardless, like it's like your domain, right? So like making it a space that makes you feel comfortable and like kind of inspires you to me is so, so important, like creating sure. a house that facilitates that and for your family too. Yeah. I spent a lot of time thinking about that actually. Yeah. Even just like little things like, like what it looks like when you wake up in the morning and, you know, is there like clutter in the space where you like start your day? Um, I think little stuff like that really like changes your mood and can really affect like how you feel about life. Yeah. I, I really spend a lot of time like looking around at our house and figuring out like, what is working super well and like makes me feel good like if they if we have like a basket or a drawer where like all of the puzzles go I like find myself feeling really grateful that like we created that little space I don't know Uh it's like kind of a weird thing but I'm just like oh my gosh this is so cool like we have a spot to put all of these little things that is really cool and then it's just like tucked away that's nice I like that let's do more of that yeah no I love developing like systems like that yeah where you're like I, I actually recently did that with the basket under my desk because I have these, my desk is very makeshift right now because with Zach in school, he has the office set up for him. Um, but I, so I have my desk out in the living room, but it's just like two of those like cube shelves with like a platform on top, like a piece of wood that I have um, that was like the top of an old desk. Um, but in those shelves, I have baskets and books. And in one of the baskets, I use that for like my random adapters. And when I don't know where to put my headphones and like the remote for the dog collar and like all these like techie things that just kind of like sit around on surfaces. 
and I just chuck it all in there. So now when I need to find an adapter, I don't have to go searching around the last because I had it. I can go to that basket and it, yeah, it feels like way more organized and like intentional. And I feel like, oh, I accomplished something. <laughs> Doesn't that make you feel happy too? You're just like, this is so cool. Like I know exactly where this is. Yep. Or I find myself feeling really grateful when we buy things in bulk mm-hmm. and I run out of something and I'm like, oh, we can like, that's where that is. Like we just one. have it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is like, especially now with everything that's going on, I'm yeah. like, especially grateful for certain things. Like I have face wash in bulk or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, as a just in case. This this whole uh, coronavirus situation really has made me think about certain ways we can be more prepared for stuff like this though in the future. Like we've, um, I'm like, okay, we need to make sure we always have like a case of water and like certain, you, you know, most people might already have this stuff. I was not one of those people that was like super prepared for things, which is not good because I live in a place where there's hurricanes. Yeah. But now we are, so everybody doesn't have to worry. We're good. good. Work. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was just I was just taking a shower the other day, and I hollered out to Zach. I was like, Zach, we need to like put water somewhere because if we all of a sudden lose water, like we don't have a way to get it. And like I was like picturing like trying to collect rain outside, <laughs> and I was like, no, we have like a big camping jug. Like fill that thing up, so at least we have a couple days of like yeah. surviving like we need to drink water to survive. So like we may not be able to shower, but we can like make it through uh, until we figure out water supply. That's what these kinds of things do, right? They make you take stock of like, we all all always think that we are not going to be the ones that are affected by stuff. Mm -hmm. But like now we can see we are definitely impacted by, um, some something serious like it always I don't know about you but it always feels very external like it's not going to happen to me I'm not going to know someone this isn't right. something that applies to me it's a, it's you know it's sad but it's not it, it doesn't impact me but this really does and so it is a it is a a reality check that like you know you're not immune to things happening in life not, again yeah. not to be scared of it but just to be maybe a little more prepared <laughs> yeah which kind of loops us back to where we started like that whole like do we yeah what's the balance and the tension between preparing and being you know as smart as possible and wise with what we've been given and then the other side of that like not being driven by fear yeah that that tension is hard to maintain between like being afraid and be prepared. <laughs> you don't want to let it consume yeah. your life. You still want to move on with life. Like, I mean, we were talking before this, like I just joined a mastermind and I'm like bringing on a team member in my business and like things in business are still moving forward. But like, I could let fear drive those decisions and not want to scale and, and pull back, which I have done in seasons. But where, where do you draw the line between stepping out in faith and continuing to move life forward and not being 100% driven by the fear. Um, I think that's a question a lot of people are asking right now. Definitely. And I think it takes reflection and just being aware of how you're kind of consuming the information about what's going on. I know that I've had to, I would say for the first two weeks of the coronavirus, I was like, obsessing over the news I was like okay let me listen to NPR and like once that's done let me listen to like and we need to listen to the press briefings and all these different things and like have the news on constantly and my feelings about everything just felt so dire Mm -hmm. and in many ways the situation is very dire in a lot of aspects economically and just like public health wise like there's a lot of things that could definitely happen from what's happening however 
there's a place for positivity and optimism and all of that stuff and moving forward. And so actually just today I posted on Instagram for like the first time in like a week um, on the, the stories. And I was like, hey guys, I've been like MIA for a very particular reason. I know I shared this in the Forge Slack group. Um, you only have so much like energy, like emotional energy available. Mm -hmm. And so I think it's okay. Like if you're listening to this and you're like, I am still in this space where I like am spinning and I'm not really sure what I'm going to do. And like things feel chaotic and scary to me. That is okay to, to feel that a hundred percent. Um, but also to start to figure out how can I pull myself kind of out of that is important too. So I've just been like very internally focused, like focusing energy on my family, myself, my team, and like the, you know, those core people around me. And then now I'm finally starting to feel like I have the capacity to do more than that. Yeah. Um, so I think it comes, I just think it could take some time and depending on the way that you're in taking the information. I think that that has an impact because I noticed a, a huge shift in as soon as I stopped obsessing over the news and let myself just like listen and, and absorb things as I wanted to, um, but like let it go to that extreme, I felt a little more of my emotional energy rise a bit. Yeah, I think I've seen a lot of stuff about um, how we're kind of going through like a collective trauma and as we know about trauma, it, impa it impacts people and in, in, um, like affects people in different ways and takes different amounts of time to work through. Um, yeah. And people process it in totally different ways. Um, for me, I think I process my trauma in that like action. Like I just need to do something. I can't just sit around and sit in it and I'll yeah. do stuff until I break. And then I'll like have like a day where I'm broken. <laughs> yeah. And then the next day I'm like, I've like actually processed through it. Um, and I can like move forward in a healthier way. And for some people- Now that you said that, I, I realized that on Tuesday or Wednesday, I had like a total breakdown, basically. I just like started crying and I was like, I couldn't identify what it was that was making me so emotional, but it just like felt like the weight of everything was just like bubbling inside me. And I was just like sobbing <laughs> to for, for like a while. And then the next day, I feel like that's when I, that's when things started taking a turn. So a hundred percent, like the grief and the trauma, we're all like experiencing it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's like a total shift in how life is going to work from now. And I don't think it's going to go back to normal. And so the faster or the more effectively you can process through that trauma and come out the other side with like a more healthy mindset and a healthy like perspective on it, the better, because it's kind of going to be the new normal. Um, and it's good. It's going, to, whether or not it's a new normal, I think I think it will still be the new normal, but um, like whether or not it is, this will have been something that we all went through and we have to be able to process that in a healthy way. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think um, in the beginning, it was easy to feel like, okay, well, schools might be shut down for a week. You know, they, we might, you know, schools might be shut down for two weeks or whatever, like businesses might be shut down for a little bit, but it's, you know, this is just like 15 days or whatever, right. but now seeing that it's really a, like longer term and it is going to have an impact on like our psyche as a nation and as a, as you know, the world, um, accepting that is helpful mm -hmm. because it allows you to not, to kind of let go of the, the past normal and kind of be willing to open up to the idea of the new space that we're going into. 
right that is that is helpful but that requires grieving what has been it does it does and if anybody is listening to this and wants to talk about this further like both of our instagram dms are always open i know that we both like are all about supporting people um and by the way you guys the forge is lila's uh, online community for business owners um so if you're a business owner and you're feeling all these feelings I definitely recommend you check that out. I'm just going to promote that for you because um, I think that that was a really great space for me to open up about how it was feeling um, in like a safe space with other people who are experiencing it the same kind of way I am. And that's what the forge.community to learn more about that. Yes. The forge.community. Cool. Yeah. It's been a really like impactful place for me to, even as like the leader who's like supposed to be in charge and have her life together. (laughs) I always, yeah, I feel really blessed by the conversations and the encouragement and being with people in the mess. Um, it's been a really, I don't know, just like helpful and sweet place to grow with people. Um, yeah. Yeah. Especially when we can't be in person with each other. Like this is already a place online to like go be with people. And that for me has been huge. And I'm an introvert and I know you are too. Mm -hmm. Um, but having a place to like go and talk to people, that's not like Facebook. Like I can't even like Facebook is just way too much for me. And I even have the the feed eradicator and I'm still getting overwhelmed. Yeah. (laughs) I can't go in there. (laughs) Yeah. 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 It's been really fun to have that like private space. I think it's, I think it's helpful for people to really thrive in community. Yep. Agreed. Well, um, my stomach will start growling super loud here shortly. And breakfast I know you're time. probably will too. Yep. It's <laughs> breakfast time. Um, yeah. Do we want to, we want to end this episode? You guys have to let us know what you think about this more like free form style. I actually did enjoy it. Yeah. I think it was good. I told Zach, I was like, do you think people just want to sit and listen to Sam and I talk? <laughs> like just be like a fly on the wall in our conversation. <laughs> I know. Cause this if is you like that, that's yeah. basically what we did. Yeah. I always feel super great after we have a conversation that's just freeform. So me too. And it's like, I don't know. I look forward to, to like coming on and like, cause we, we have conversations where it like just flows between like fun and silly and then like insightful. And I always feel like I walk away like with something that I want to do that day or like mm-hmm. implement um, also so that I can talk about it on the podcast. And that's kind of cool. It's like, helps me stay accountable to like, okay, am I having fun? Right. <laughs> I'm not having fun. There is no content. <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> yeah I'm not having fun I yeah we why do we live (laughs) exactly all right you guys such a vital part Um, of life so oh sorry say that again so I can shut up joy is such a vital part of life and I think if you're not pursuing it in some way or experiencing it in some way then you're missing out on a huge part of why we're created and why we're here Exactly. I 100% agree. If you guys want the show notes from the podcast, you can go to smilepodcast.com slash 16 and um, we'll put them all there. We always put the show notes. So if we talk about something on the podcast, we put them in there. There's an embedded player. If you want to share it with your friends that don't have like an, you know, an iPhone and can't listen to it on that podcast app or don't know how to use it. So they can listen to it and enjoy the episode. Um, you can see all of the links and the videos and all that good stuff on that website. So smilepodcast.com slash 16 for this particular episode. Until next time, go have fun. Go have fun. Wait, hold on. I have to say it like, go have fun. Like that I'm a burrito. Oh, yes. Good job. Got it. Thank you.